Where is your boy tonight? I've got mine right here. This is From Under the Dork Tree, your go-to source for the band Fallout Boy and emo music from the early 2000s. I am your host, Eric, and with me, as always, is the Pete to my Patrick, Mick. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up? Hey, friendo. Hey, how's it going? Hey, this is this is like Duke, this Duke voice you got going no, on. No, this is the voice some, I always talk. Some John Wayne voice. See, and you're so insecure about my voice that you... You have a little whiny mouse, mousey voice. I've got a little baby voice. Yeah, you... I do have a little baby voice. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it. Hey, this is. Uh, hey, my name is Michael. Here at uh, from under the door tree. This is how I always talk. You know what? I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm gonna start the timer and see how long you can keep this fucking facade going. <laughs> I'm stopping. Now. Oh, damn. Well, there you go. Hey, this is Mick. Hey, it's Mick. <laughs> I yeah, love somebody else. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I like comic books, and I'm stupid. You do That's, you do say that all the time. That's what you think of me. I don't think of you like that. Hey, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the fucking crematorium. Hello. No, we're not in the we're crematorium. In the toy room. We're, the, we're in the. We're probably getting close. I think the it's reason, almost time. It's almost time to migrate back into the into the creamsicle factory. Um, I can't wait. I can't. I, I have okay. I have all these fucking chuckle fucks telling me like, "Ooh, I had a pumpkin spice latte today, or I had a pumpkin ice cream today," <laughs> and I'm like, "No, it's too soon. You can't have that." Um, I don't want to believe that this fucking summer is not past us yet because it's always, you know, in, in Vegas you always have those like those fake the fake end of summers. Fake yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I have when I have when I have sex with you. <laughs> you fucking wish, buddy. Uh, weather track. It's uh, currently ninety five degrees. Ooh, we're five degrees below a hundred. It's so nice, dude. Um, looks like I mean we're we might be on the back end of it. We're we're past the dog days of summer. Yeah, we're excited. So you know, crematorium. It's like a, a, you know, in like cartoons, like the Oasis that you see. In oh, like yeah. The, that's what the crematorium is to us right now. But really, when we jump in. You're going to hate it because that place smells like fucking cat food in there so bad because like our cats have like special food now. <laughs> so it just smells like shit. In there. You say you complain about the smell of the cat food. I don't smell it at all. Well, thank you. I'm I, glad you don't smell it, but I do. Yeah. You know, it's when you're used to stinky cats, stinky, dumb little cats. I think you just you, you get used to it. You become blind to it. We do get stinky, dumb little cats. Yeah. What are we talking about? What's this episode going to be about? Well, I'm glad you asked, because we are talking about a playlist that I had created. Uh, you and I, since we finished season two, the finale episode that has gotten tons of appra- tons of praise. Mm-hmm. Um, and tons of appraisal. Uh, tons of appraisal, yes. It's 99 cents. <laughs> um, we kind of wanted to take a little step back, because obviously like that was the end of a season. Uh, we, I, You and I talked about maybe covering songs that we might have missed or might have fallen through the cracks. Uh, so I went through and I made a little uh, a playlist on YouTube because it's not available on Spotify uh, of songs that were un- like unreleases or B-sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like B-sides, hidden gems. Uh, I've got the list here and I'll put it all on our social media as well um, before this episode comes out. So, you know, listeners can know what's coming around, coming along, <laughs> coming on their own, coming around. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to be kind of just discovering these, you know, B-sides, hidden gems, and we'll talk a little bit about them and like give our thoughts on them. It's housekeeping. It is housekeeping. It's Fall Out Boy housekeeping. Yes. I really want to call the episode that. We'll see if that's what it's called. Well, you don't get to have any say in what the episodes <laughs> are called. So that's why I said I wanted to. That's and that's why I said we'll see if ifs and whats were candy and nuts. We'd all have a good Christmas. You are you ready for Christmas? Well, yeah, you know, we're gonna talk about it in this oh, episode. We will talk about it in this episode. Hey, little little <laughs> little, little amuse bouche for you guys. You're listening to Fallout Boy housekeeping. Just finding some songs that we might have missed along the way. You know, yes. we're coming back. You know, we we basically drove by Fallout Boy's house with a street sweeper. And we didn't like a gun. Yeah. Oh my god. And okay. we didn't. And we didn't. We didn't hit hit every hit every target that we wanted. Oh, okay. So we have to go back and see where we missed. Finish the job. Yes. 
Okay. Well, before we get into that, Mick, did you have any kind of media consumption this week? Yeah, I got some media that I consumed. This is going to be like um, uh, media media corner corner lightning round. Okay. I don't really have any like one media corner, but I have like a couple things that I'm just going to kind of throw at you and sure uh, see how you feel. I'm still harassing John Taffer on all social media. Yes. I, did you see what I posted on our Instagram? I did. Did you I like did. that? I loved did it. Did you like that? I did. I, lo- I liked it. I loved it. I reposted it and oh, I tagged John Taffer in it. Uh, yeah, we, we, I posted it in one of our group chats and they did not know what the fuck, cause they, yeah, were, they don't listen to the episodes. <laughs> they were like, why, who is that guy? Who's that old Italian man? <laughs> okay. So speaking of your John Tapper picture, uh, friend of the pod, Alex told me a little story about him and John Tapper. Mm. He's got like a little, uh, I guess like there was a, he messaged me about after listening to the episode, he said that there was like a, a night, like a, like a, a new year's Eve where him and a wow. buddy went down to like the crown and anchor, okay. uh, to celebrate like British uh, New Year's when it actually happens. Like they just, they want an excuse to go drink at like four in the afternoon. Yeah. Isn't it like, yeah, that would be like three in the afternoon, four in the afternoon. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so apparently they went down there, they got really shit faced and then went down to the Aria. There's like a British pub down at the Aria. And oh yeah, what's I, it called? I uh, let me pull. Up. We used to go there. No, we didn't. I used to go there, Did and we? I feel like you were there at least some of the times. I don't remember anymore. Uh, it is yeah, the, it's a Todd English pub. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Todd English, one of the celebrity chefs that kind of is uh, based in LV. Um, but I guess because you know Alex is drunk, he ordered uh, corned beef, but he also wanted something with bacon, so he ordered a corned beef meal with a side of bacon. Mm-hmm. And then somebody somebody just goes, "Hey, look, that's John Taffer," and John Taffer like sees them and they he sees them acknowledge him. He goes, "Oh, hey, corned beef and bacon. That's a good choice." <laughs> Oh, he's lucky I wasn't there. I would have lost it. Honestly, he told me that story, and I was like, John Taffer seems like a cool ass dude. I think Mick's a fucking liar. <laughs> Look, buddy, if you wanna if you wanna hitch your wagon to John Taffer, I'm just saying if so if I'm or if I'm sitting there drunk with a plate of corned beef and some bacon, and he goes, "Hey, good choice. Enjoy your New Year." I'm gonna be like, "That's a cool dude." We you know we talked about it last week. Hitler was an amazing painter. Hitler loved dogs. That's what people say. Just because just there are like uh, somewhat good qualities about someone doesn't mean that they're a good person. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Bill Cosby, America's dad for for mm, for thirty years. I'm, it's fine. I'm cutting all of and this then, out. And then what did he do? He okay. I'm cutting all this out. I'm going to show you some 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 videos of John Taffer. And, okay. And you are going to be like, you're going to pretend that you think he's really cool. And I know there's a zero percent. I know he's not chance. cool. Okay. I know he's not cool. All right, back um, to uh, media corner. Yeah, media Lightning. corner. Uh, I drafted four fantasy football uh, teams over the last week. Do you want to talk about our our, our fantasy? Just t- let's give a little, a little. Uh, we can go quickly over yeah. our fantasy football league. Um, I hate my team. I'm going to lose again. I haven't won this league in ten years. Um, Good, Eric. What do you? How do you feel about your team? I have no idea. I drafted a lot of rookies this year um, because I am an idiot. Uh, but you know, I, I mean, I've got Josh Allen, so I know I'm okay. Wow. Um, it's our keeper league. Oh I've got, God. I got Josh Allen for like a seventh round pick. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, I don't know. I, I think, uh, you know, I've got some, I've, I've, I've you know, you kind of keep those people that you kind of have like the year prior. So I think I've got, uh, what Kenny Gainwell. I've got Gabe Davis just holdovers from last year. Yeah. You're but, probably going to win. You think so? I think you're going to go thir- 14 and 0 and I'm going to go zero and 14. That sounds about right. Um, that's why I'm not going to pay my league fees. I just take it on my winnings. <laughs> I never pay my league fees. It's true. You are a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I have a flight in like, uh, hey, you want to tell the listeners where you're going? Not really. It's like the in big like, apple in like, um, 
like 14 hours ish or so. Yeah. Um, and then I was ta- I was thinking about the, the phrase catch a flight. It's kind of like bragging a little bit. Catch a flight. I don't know. I like sometimes I feel like with something I gotta go catch a flight. It's like you're kind of like bragging that you're that going is you're somewhere. making it very like you're being very laissez faire. So it, I was just this weird like uh, thing I was thinking about like last night while right. I was drinking. Um, I was like I'm gonna not I'm gonna try not to say catch a flight. Yeah. Like just kind of it's like it's kind of a it's like, how you to say it then it's a humble brag. It is. Um, Will you be attending a flight. I'm going to get on a plane. That's all I'm going to say. I got somewhere that's, to go. That's kind of the same vein, though. I'm going to get on a plane. That's right. It's really hard. Yeah. I, Attend um, a, I'm going to be attending a flight. I have a thing I have to do. Well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, my last one is uh, Evil Ways by Santana. Is probably one of the 100 greatest songs. Um, Which one is that? Can you go, Why don't you play it? A few bars. No, no. I want to hear you sing it. I don't want to. I don't. You know, I don't feel comfortable. Singing. I'm not very comfortable with my singing voice. I'm not be, like me. I'm very comfortable. With you're singing. a beautiful singer. Thank you so much. I'm a bad singer. All right, let's play a little bit of Evil Ways by Carlos Santana. Oh, this is a good song. I don't think it's just a good song. I think it might be one of like the 100 best songs ever recorded. I mean, 100, yeah, that gives you a lot of wiggle room. But there are billions of songs. Of course, yeah. This is like the top 0.0001 percentile the cream of, the crop. of all songs. You can't name another song that's in the top 100. Name a top 100 song right now. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Where's your boy tonight? <laughs> That's by the way, not even your boy. favorite song on that record. <laughs> That's my least favorite song on that record. Apparently, <laughs> there you go. That was you know we're trying something out. That was my media corner lightning round. We should do like a we, oh you know what we should do a good little segment. We dad rock corner. We find like an old song that we like <laughs> and go like hey listeners here's a song from forty years ago. We've been thinking a lot about Jimmy Buffett lately, so the whole dad rock thing is true. Um, yeah, what's what's your media corner? What do you got? Do you have a, do you have a lightning round or do you just have one? Well, thing? I was going to talk about the Jeff Rosenstock album that just came out that we talked about off. Okay, mic. yeah, um, yeah. It's called what's it? Hell mode or something? Yes, Hell mode. Hell mode. Yeah, it's good. I liked it a lot. It was um, yeah. I gave it one playthrough so far, and then I was like, I wonder if Mix listened to this. Yeah, I don't want to give you my opinion because I feel like I haven't listened to it enough, and yeah. I don't want to be on record with what I with what I told you off mic. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I like it a lot. I of love course. Jeff. Rose. I like Jeff Rosenstock more than you do. Yes, you absolutely do. So um, another album that I was listening to like recently, um, album called Script of the Bridge by the band The Chameleons. Are you familiar with The Chameleons? Uh, uh, no, it sounds no. I it's, don't know. It's like a post punk kind of like if you're if you're sort of like in a Joy Division mode, like they're sort of akin okay. to Joy Division. So mm-hmm. like early '80s uh, post punk. So if you you know you like Joy Division, give The Chameleons a listen. I feel like there's probably like a million bands called The Chameleons. Yeah, that's true. Chameleonaire. Chameleon, of course. <laughs> uh, reptile. From Mortal Kombat, he's a chameleon. Hey, is there like any like military in like um JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Is there a military in that? Yeah, it's um. Well, a lot of it takes place. Uh, some of the takes place in World War Two or prior to World War Two. Who's the military in that? Um, the German army. Oh yeah, that's in that's in JoJo's I've Bizarre Adventure. Them. Yeah, and the Italians. And the Italian, that is true, yes. I love to remind Italians what side they were on. <laughs> they should. Don't, don't get, forget. Don't fucking stick your nose up to yeah, me, exactly. you Italian uh, person. And the Russians for a big part of it. Hey, they don't, they know. Oh, they know. They know. They know. Um, Anyways. <laughs> oh, sorry to walk all over your Jeff Rosenstock media corner. No, no, I didn't have, I mean, I was just saying, hey, listen to Hell Mode if you like Jeff Rosenstock. Yeah. Uh, that's my media. I got to catch a flight. Yeah, I know. So I'll probably be listening to a little uh, Hell Mode well, on, on the flight. I got to slide into a flight. <laughs> How's that? You like that? I gotta clap some Delta cheeks. Ooh, I like. Are you flying Delta? <laughs> I don't. I think it's United. Okay, that's not bad. I don't. As know. long as you're not flying like you know fucking Spirit, you're good. I was watching a video of like Spirit Airlines. The chairs look really comfy. 
Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the poo poo plane? Of everyone, I had a, I had I was in a fucking work meeting today. They're talking about the poo poo plane. I'm like, come on, guys. I think I think I don't know if it's real, but the the poo poo man's wife like posted a video on Twitter talking about her experiences. Like, oh yeah, my husband had inc- uncontrollable diarrhea on this flight, and I watched it for a couple of seconds, and I was like, I can't tell if this is real or not, and I don't care, and I'm just like, just shut it and just kept scrolling. Yeah, I I'm a a. a- a poo poo adverse person. So I don't like to talk. I don't like to, to be in that space. So yeah, I saw, I heard about the poo poo plan and I was like, no, I'm good. I don't need to yeah. go any further into this. You don't like that material. I poo-poo, don't. And you especially don't like it when it comes with, from another human. Yeah. I, that's a, a trigger warning for poo poo for me. I don't No, Thank you. I mean, that sounds like hell. That sounds like hell mode. That maybe, does sound like hell maybe mode. Maybe that's what the Jeff Rose suck record <laughs> yeah, is about maybe. being on the poo poo plane. <laughs> Maybe that was a viral thing that he did to help promote his album. He's like, hey, give some guys like a bunch of uh, laxatives. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to make sure I thoroughly like um, use the facilities Bro, before I get on that plane. No lie. Like, absolutely. I when I if I have a morning flight, I eat just like bread. That's 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 a great <laughs> maybe uh, maybe an everything bagel with butter. And maybe that's it. Like, literally, it's just dry toast, crackers, stuff that's not going to fuck with my stomach. No, like um, loaded Bloody Marys at the at the airport bar. No, <laughs> with like a like a. I do of- love a loaded Bloody Mary. You know, you know, I you know, if you follow me on Instagram, like I love Bloody Marys. But mm-hmm. like, if we're going on a flight, like it is bare bones, nothing crazy. Shout out to the dude at the at the airplane bar, who airport bar, who's like getting the loaded Bloody Mary with a piece of fried chicken sticking out of it. Yeah, it's and your like- pilot. <laughs> um. That sounds great. I usually I'm gonna have like a nice like seltzer, like a high noon or something, like in the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're well, I I don't I don't do any kind of drinking until I'm on the flight. Oh, look at you. Well, I don't want to have anything oh, crazy oh, oh. happen to my butt if I have like a bad like a you know like a bad Bloody Mary or something. You know. What's the longest flight you've ever been on? Only East Coast. It's like four hour, five hours. Okay. I I've never done like a tra- I mean, when when we go to Europe, it'll be like a ten hour flight. But you've never been on a trans flight? No, no, I've not. Have you? No. It's your um, first time in New York, buddy. Your first is, real time as an adult. It is my first like real time in New York. Yes. I, I hadn't been there in 25 years. Um, so that doesn't count. Like I didn't get to like, I didn't like. You didn't get in, to see the city, you know? Yeah, I didn't get a chance to like take in like anything that I was like um, doing. You were you at know? the behest of like, you know, the adults in your life. Of course. Yeah. So my parents. Now you're the adult in your life. <laughs> yeah. I well, say Sam's the start. adult in your life. <laughs> so you're the behest of Sam. <laughs> Thank God. Yes. By the way. Um yeah, so if you if a any of our New York listeners out there, you see me on the on the streets, check Tim check. Is that a thing? Like Tim hey, check. Yeah. Let me check your Tims. You gotta do the the Yankee with no brim. <laughs> I I think I'm gonna uh, shell out the money to get Derek a pair of uh, Timberlands that oh he can wear while he's. <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. We'll also give him a wife check too. So you you gotta get him those fake Tims, like the fake like the 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 Walmart Tims. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I want you to do the whole like you know I'm walking in. <laughs> uh, John is pretty much wearing Tim's at the at the draft. No, those <laughs> were not Tim's. Sir. Those were not Tim's. Yeah, didn't pass the Tim check. You gotta go. Get, are you gonna get, you gonna do the whole the whole the? You gotta go to the bodega. Go get something the Aki way. I want to, but truthfully, I mean, look. By the time this comes out, I will already be back, most likely. Just how long gonna be there? Like four days. Oh, okay. Um. We have a very like uh, uh, kind of crowded schedule. Yeah. At least I think so on paper. So I'm not sure I'm going to have a lot of time to do much of anything other than hang out in the city for a little bit and go to this wedding. I want all the food places you go. I want I, I want the send me the Yelps of all the mm-hmm. places you go. 
And I'm going to send you guys a bunch of Yelps okay. to go to, especially when you're in New Jersey. Okay. You know, New Jersey, it's, that's my stomping grounds. Oh, yeah. Know? You I, are a New Jersey. I'm you're a New one Jersey of the, guy. You are one of the Jersey boys. I am oh, my Freaky Valley. <laughs> oh, my God. That is one of my biggest regrets. Like, living in Vegas, I never saw Jersey boys when it was playing here. Yeah. I think Sam saw it. Sam Ugh. told me it was it was enjoyable. I, you know, I love the Four Seasons. I love Frankie Valley. I love that. What's the Frankie Valley song on 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 Greece? Is it just called Greece? <laughs> yeah, it's it's the yeah it's the opening theme song. <laughs> can we listen to that? Uh, yeah, of course. That's can. like people talk about like the this is a weird thing that like um people talk about the Greece soundtrack. Yes, just the song Greece, maybe the best song on that soundtrack, and I feel like it's like one of my like more Beauty School Dropout's really good. It's 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 okay. Let's knock this out real quick. Best songs on the Greece soundtrack: Frankie Valley, Greece. Yeah, this fucking this guy it's a funky groove. This song kicks ass. This I'm, is the top. I'm, I'm dancing to my seat, bro. This is a top 100 song all time. Absolutely. Beauty School Dropout. Beauty School Dropouts are very good. And then what's the there's um the 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 Rizzo song. Oh. Uh, there's just some things I wouldn't do. Yeah, the Rizzo song's great. Uh Those, shout outs to Stockard Channing. <laughs> Those are the three best songs on on the Grease soundtrack, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. No, 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 it's great. Let's talk about Grease for a little bit, and I swear we'll get. We're thirty minutes in. We'll talk about Fall Out Boy. Swear to God, after this, <laughs> it's it's crazy the casting in that movie. You got Stockard <laughs> Channing, who's like forty two years old, uh-huh. playing like a high school. That's one of the that's one of the great standout movies where it's like, oh yeah, we don't give a shit about casting teenagers. Uh-huh. You got that fucking guy who's like in the 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 T Birds, who's like fifty. <laughs> He looks like a, he looks like he's a a minor character from The Sopranos. He's yeah. just like, oh yeah, I'm a high schooler. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's uh, I think it's beautiful. I think it's um, it's blind casting. It's giving yeah, it's giving uh, some older actors the opportunity to be high schoolers again. <laughs> um, who's the woman that dances with um, John Travolta during during the dancing scene? Oh oh oh, Cha uh, Cha De Gregorio. Yeah, she's like clearly just the, like the, a. The best dancer at Secret of Debts. <laughs> She's clearly just like a like a, a woman in like her like a late twenties and early late thirties. Who's like just oh I'm I mean She's like, I'm a classically trained dancer. Yeah, That's why like, they got me in this position. <laughs> I'm in high school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, great movie though. Grease, Grease is amazing. Grease is a great movie. Grease is amazing. You don't like Grease, fuck you. I'm gonna edit that out because Carly doesn't like Grease. Carly, if you don't like Grease, fuck you. Okay, well. She doesn't listen to the podcast anyway. That's true, she doesn't. All right. Uh, well, okay, back to back to Fallout Boy. Yeah, let's talk about let's let's go over this this uh, playlist before we actually go into it. Let's do it. So what I've got here. So yeah, I'm break happy right now. That's okay. So about this this playlist we've got, we'll go over it before we go on break, and we'll just give you guys like a little taste of what's to come. Uh, so for our alternative tracks, B sides and hidden gems, uh, track one we've got snitches and talkers get stitches and walkers. Close enough. That's what that's snitches and talkers get stitches and walkers. Stitches and talkers get stitches. It's it's a tongue twister. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, we've got you'll shoot your eye out. You you crank that soldier. <laughs> oh man, soldier boy. Uh, he's back. He's he never left. Uh, so sick, which is a cover of the song uh, "So Sick" by Neo. Uh, Pavlov. Uh, Austin, we have a problem. Lake effect kid, and catch me if you can. Uh, so yeah, we'll get into those. We'll do a little break by break by break, uh, track by track, uh, <laughs> breakdown of each song, and uh, we'll do that right after we come back from break. Uh, yeah, let me play a little grease. I'm gonna play a grease song before we go from break. Oh boy, 
We love Greece. We do love Greece. We we. I want to play the worst song from Greece though. Oh boy, I I think I know what I think it is. And we'll be right back. This is the worst song on the Grease. Grease Lightning is the worst song. And we're back. This is From Under the Door Tree, your go-to source of band Fallout Boy. And this is Liked You Better by Jeff Rosenstock. Oh, yeah, baby. We're back. So what's up, buddy? How was your break? Uh, Good. Fruitful? Yeah? Fruitful? Yeah. We didn't have any fruit. Well, we got, it just was a, it was a rewarding we, break. We talked to New York. We did some New York talk. We were talking about bagels. Hey. hey you have a nice bagel. I don't want to be on record talking about what I want to do in New York because I'm. I, there's a chance I may not do it. I'll have it stricken I'm, from the record. Yes, yes, please. Thank you. What? What? Just tell me though. Your 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 one wish when you're in New York. <laughs> what's your? You know, this is you. This is you. You're an adult. You can do whatever the fuck you want there. What's your one? What's your one New York wish? I want to see the 9/11 memorial, and I want to pay my respects. That's beautiful, dude. Honestly, like real talk. <laughs> that's beautiful. And then I, I want to go to Times Square and hey. I want to see the naked cowboy dance. I was gonna say I want to go to I want to see Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Does he still live in New York? He's selling his New York condo for like ten million dollars yeah. because he needs it. He needs he, the money. He seems like he lives in like Florida, like nine oh, months out of the Oh, big Florida like, energy. No offense to our Florida listeners. No big offense Florida. to Florida. We love Florida. I went to Tampa. Oh, well, once. I'm not gonna. Well, I don't think I've ever been to Florida. Thank God. <laughs> I went to Tampa once uh, 17 years you ago. You kind of have Tampa energy. What does that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? You get it, right? Like kind of like... Um, you kind of got like dirtbag energy. Oh my God. If we, have any li- if we have any listeners in Tampa, I want to apologize. You guys are not dirtbags. What's a, what's a... You got like some like... Pe- like I, got, I know I got like if I had any kind of Florida place, like I got Miami energy, of course. <laughs> we, know, we know that. Oh yeah, sure. I got Miami energy. Yeah, M- sure. Miami as I call it. <laughs> You have Tallahassee energy. <laughs> you, I got Pensacola energy. <laughs> tag yourself. You know, tag yourself. Tag which 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 uh, Florida city are you? Oh, true. Uh, look, let's let's stop. Look, let's stop dildoing around. Let's stop. Like, just let, let's get into this. If I second. had to be a city in yes. Florida, I'd probably be Tampa. You are probably right about See, that, right? But I'm not saying I have like Tampa energy. I'm just saying if I had to be a city in Florida, I'd probably be Tampa. I'm and I agree with that. Oh no, I wouldn't. I'd be fucking Gainesville. What are we Ooh, Gainesville. About? Oh I'm my cool. god. Do you, do you remember back in the day when we were both on Octopic.com? Cool. Oh yes. There was a huge Gainesville, like everyone <laughs> was from Gainesville. Yeah. There's a huge Gainesville uh-huh. like sect, you know. Where everyone have those uh because that's where uh University of Florida is, right? It's a it's a big culture. I think Lesson Jake is from Gainesville. Oh, okay. I think Against Me is from Gainesville. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um yeah, there's a bunch and I'm sure I'm missing a ton. There are like a bunch of Gainesville bands. Okay. Oh, speaking of bands. Uh, once again, <laughs> listener Alex. <You> too. <laughs> yeah, uh, listener Alex sent us a, a message on Instagram. Uh, he wants to know there was an article by the band, uh, not the band, the blog, uh, the Hard Times, mm-hmm. uh, going over the best ska band from every state. I saw this, of course. Did you? So you've already seen this. Anytime anyone says anything ska related on the internet, like the entire community is like repost it, and everyone knows about it immediately. So, do you agree with Nevada's uh, choice for best ska band? Uh, Be like Max. No, no, <laughs> no. What, so, tell me a little bit about Be like Max. <laughs> um, Be like Max. We know someone who it was in. It was in Be like Max. What? 
our friend Chris Klein. Oh my God, no um, fucking way. We have no idea where he works, and we definitely wouldn't say it on the podcast and have true. to go back and edit it out. Did he play um, bass for Be Like Max? He did, yeah. Oh man. Um, Be Like Max is a fine, is a okay band. I know them. I know. Uh, I, I I know those. I know those guys. They're cool guys. They used to be in Shifty Penguins, which was like a uh, a, a ska band that was around when we were kids. Okay. Um, no offense to Be Like Max. Uh, it's probably Attaboy Skip. Attaboy, you you do you do always sing the praises of Attaboy Skip. Attaboy Skip was like um in in the late nineties when like ska was hitting its like peak popularity. Yes, Attaboy Skip was the Las Vegas band that like kind of got out of the city and had got out of the city and had a little bit of a career notoriety. You know. Okay. Uh, while we're here, I'm going to ask you just a couple of things. Uh, you are going to New York, New Jersey, uh, <laughs> in the next twelve hours. Yes. Uh, Streetlight Manifesto, New Jersey. Yes. Are we yeah, are we just naming New Jersey New York? No, no, ska is bands? that the best ska band from New Jersey? No. <laughs> no, okay. No. Uh what is then? It's probably Catch Twenty Two. Oh, it's Catch Twenty Two from New Jersey? Yeah. Okay. New Jersey ska bands, uh Straight Manifesto, Catch Twenty Two, uh Bands of the Acoustic Revolution. All three of those are tied to each other. Um Inspector Seven. Okay. Hub City Stompers. I know the Hub City Stompers. Um off the top of my head, that's probably that's probably it. Those are the bit. Those are your those are your big ones. Of course, in New, New Jersey York. specifically. New York, the Toasters. New York Toasters, uh, Mephiscopheles, uh, Choking Victim slash Leftover Crack. But no, is is would you say the no, the Toasters are the best ska band? For, this is Scott Corner, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this is Scott Corner. Finally, what are we talking about? Best favorite or like most prolific? Best, probably. Probably toasters. Toasters. Okay. I mean, oh man, that's really hard to say. Well, I mean, um, Jeff Rosenstock is from Long Island, so the whole bomb the music industry slash arrogant sons of bitches slash Jeff Rosenstock experience is New York. Um, and there's Goldfish, a great Long Island ska band. Uh, to I mean, New York Citizens, like uh, we're talking like post two tone, like uh, bands that actually like American, like the like ground floor American ska right. band. New York Citizens are a big deal. Um, not really a ska band, but the terrorists, the unfortunately named terrorists. They, they made their name after 9-11. <laughs> they're a band from like the 70s and oh, the 80s okay. who were like mostly like kind of a reggae rock study band, but mm-hmm. obviously had a lot of like ska influence. Um, boy, you're just listening to me like, uh, wax. I, this is the most in-depth like ska corner we've ever had. And I'm, I'm fucking here for <laughs> well, it. Well guys, assume no one really gives a fuck. So I'm going to stop now before anyone, um, I, I'm just I, part of me as I was going through this blog was just looking at the names because obviously you know we ska is the most punny of the the music yeah. genres. <laughs> um, so there were things like uh, ska rotum, <laughs> which I think was New Hampshire ska rotum. <laughs> yeah, they they just oh you, you know what you know what Nebraska's number one ska band is. Nebraska's number one ska band? Yeah. It's 311. 311. <laughs> yeah. Well, 311, I would, is, it's a hard, 311's not a ska band. I don't know what they are. They're, they're a dub band. Like, like a, they're oh, like a oh reggae. They wish rock. they were. They're reggae rock, yeah. rap, funk, ass garbage. They're like Jamiroquai. I want to apologize. Oh my God, Jamiroquai is so much better than 311. <laughs> I apologized last week. I said that I kind of like 311. And no, I was, no, no. You said you loved 311. I didn't say I loved. Fuck you. You were like I love three eleven. I said last week that I enjoy some three eleven songs, and I was and thinking, you loved. No, no, you 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 were thinking of um, 
what's that called? Um, I don't, will you tell me? Sublime. You love yes. Sublime. I said Sublime and 311. I don't really, I don't like Sublime or 311. I don't know why I said that. I kind of like Sublime sometimes. I don't like, I, there's some Sublime songs I'm okay with. Yeah. I don't like 311. Look, I don't give a fuck about 311. I'm going to part the kimono for the listener. Before we were <laughs> recording, you were talking about 311 and you were talking about Sublime for like an hour when mm-hmm. you got here. Come original, I want to come Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yes, yes, exactly. I do enjoy watching that video because it's so insane, but I I'm not, I don't like the song. My favorite ska band, Crazy Town. <laughs> you're such a dumb shit. Mustard Plug, Michigan? Michigan ska bands. We're talking Mustard Plug. We're talking Suicide Machines. We're talking Gangster Fun. We're talking Grey Matter. Is Grey Matter a punk band? They're like a... Or like a ska, they're like a ska punk band. So the issue with the band Grey Matter but there's is... There's like four bands called Grey Matter. There's like four yeah, bands that's called right. Grey Matter. There's a rapper called Grey Matter from Chicago. Right. There's a skate punk band from like Southern California called Grey Matter. Yeah. Um, these guys just in the late 2000s were like, we're going to call our band Grey Matter and didn't realize there's also a million bands called Grey Matter. Yeah. Sam Lopez gave me like a punk CD and he was like, hey, you'll like this band. It was Grey Matter. And I was like, oh, this is good. It's very good. Classic like kind but of like... it wasn't ska though. It was no. like, yeah, it was like a punk, the punk... There's a newer ska band called Grey Matter from, from 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 Chicago or excuse me from from Michigan uh what's the best ska band from Massachusetts <laughs> this is so interesting for our listeners the best yes I mean Boston's it, it probably is Boston's I know they're the biggest and the mighty mighty Boston's and then you have Big D and the Kids Table who Big D and the Kids Table is good uh I just gotta take about Westbound Train is a Boston ska band that I like more okay I think Westbound Train is kind of better than than Boston's Bim Scala Bim is a huge early '80s ska band from Boston. Uh, Alstonians, but like, but like a, a a third wave pillar is the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Would you agree? Of course. I mean, there may be they're they're and on the the short list of most important third wave bands. Who is it? Who else is on that list? <laughs> is Sublime on that list? Most important third wave ska bands. It would be to me Fishbone. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it depends what you just consider the third wave starting. This is a controversial... Like 93, 94? It's a controversial topic when we talk about, like, um, when the third wave Is, is it that late? Like, 93? A lot of people think the third wave started, like, when Real Big Fish and Sublime and No Doubt got popular. But some people consider it, like, basically just, like, from, like, the early 80s to when, like, the American, like, underground scene started. Oh, early 80s? Does it go back that far? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So if we're talking like uh, popular third wave bands, Real Big Fish. I mean, there's the really obvious like Real Big Fish, yeah. Boston's, Sublime, no doubt. Like those are the bands that got huge. Yeah. But then if you're just talking like important American post second wave bands, uh-huh. it would be Fishbone, Operation Ivy, uh, oh, yeah. probably also the Boston's, and then Skink and Pickle. Okay. Honorable mention to like the Untouchables. Uh huh. Um. You should just do a ska po- like a ska, a ska <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, I've been meaning to, I've been meaning to start a podcast that gets even few listeners in this. <laughs> so I think that would, that's a great avenue for me. You should just do like I, I was half expecting you to be like, oh yeah, I I secretly do a podcast that <laughs> I I do with me and one of my other friends, Matt Okamoto. We just talk. <laughs> no, Matt 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 is renounced. Ska King. He's renounced his ska roots. He oh, he sort of like when Atachi Uchiha took the 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 headband from the the, the headband villain from the, of the hidden, the, the hidden leaf. Yeah, yes, and yes, exactly. That's, that's what I was gonna say. Yes, like Naruto. <laughs> um, you know, Matt loves um, Trey songs and Drake now, so that's all he <laughs> listens to. 
Can't blame him. He does love Trey songs. <laughs> we and who's love- Mr. Steal Your Girl? Uh, Jason Derulo. <laughs> Jason Derulo has fallen at the Met Gala. <laughs> I was crushed when I found out that didn't really happen. <laughs> yeah, that was like some, Gab- some other place. When Gabby told us that would didn't re- that was not real, I was like, oh my that god. That is heartbreaking, truly. You're listening to From the Dork Tree, the podcast exclusively about the band Fallout Boy. We talked about nothing else. <laughs> Do you want to get into this playlist that we've crafted? Let's get into we've the playlist. This handcrafted playlist. It's really, you know, we're going to comment on the, on the playlist itself. Yes. Later here. Absolutely. So let's get right into it then. We'll we'll do track one, Stitches and Talkers Get Stitches and Walkers by the band Fall Out Boy. Play the fucking song. Play the band Fall Out Boy. <laughs> Home record with a heart of gold. Genius. Peter Wentz, you've done it again. <laughs> now, were you aware of this song at the time? No. No? Okay, really? No. I want. I think I should um, editorialize real quick. Sure. In the process of doing this podcast, I have tried not to give myself the homework slash busy work right. of talking about songs that we're not going to talk about. I really, right, I course, really yes. want to be introduced like two songs as like they are prompted by the, 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 the form of our podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of these songs I have not heard at all. Okay. Most of these songs. Really? Okay. Uh, I, I, I would say that I, I'm not super familiar with snitches and talkers, but I did fifth beetle Louie, uh, back during our Kazaa days, we would, uh, he got this from, uh, yeah, he got, we downloaded this song illegally. Um, and I remember us talking about it. We we're like, oh man, it's such a clever title. Cause it's, it's like, it's like champagne for my old friends, real pains for my champagne yes, friends. Yes, yes, yes. It's one of those terms that you, I think mm-hmm. you did the research on. Um, this song is Fall Out Boy doing My Chemical Romance. I have that written down. Oh, also. do you? Okay. Yeah. It, it definitely sounds like, I, had, I saw a lot of people online saying like, oh yeah, this is like a take this to your grave song. And I'm like. Not really. Absolutely not. No fucking way. It's a little faster and a little bit more aggro. So in that sense, it's a little bit more take this degree. But sonically, it sounds like a My Chemical Romance song. Yeah, they, they've upped the operatic nature of this mm. song. And it's very like, it's just very theater kid. Yeah. Right? It's also, I don't think it's like a sore thumb. If it were actually to make, because I think this was recorded for... Corktree. It was, yes. But it wouldn't I don't think it would have like been a like a like a like a sore thumb for Corktree. I think if you if this were like an album track on Corktree, I, I wouldn't It would stick out a little bit. I think. A, yeah, it's like it's a, it's a little fast for the tone of that record, but yeah. I would have been fine with it. Yeah, so this was uh originally on the reissued release of For Under the Corktree, the Black Clouds and Underdogs edition. Um and the reason why it wasn't chosen is because it it did kind of sound like a it did it stick out. I some people say like you said Sounds like Take This to Your Grave. Uh-huh. I disagree with that as well. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't considered for the final cut. It could have made the record as far as I'm concerned, but whatever. Who cares? Do you think it would have been successful if it made the record? Do you think this song is good enough to be like a... No. no it wouldn't, really? It's not good enough to be a single. Okay. And it doesn't make sense for it to be a single, but it could have been an album track. Okay. Um... Do you uh do, do you want to play like the like do you know what the the song there's a little like reference there's a little Easter egg in the song what's the what's that the 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 very first like lyrics to this he does a little like cure shout out oh does he there's a little show me show me show me oh yes I did see that uh-huh. yes yeah so a little a little nod to the cure of course the lovable lads from Liverpool yeah <laughs> um somewhere in England yeah I have uh, written down um 
are Eric, are you a big uh, cure guy? But it autocorrected to Eric, are you a big cute guy? I am a big cute guy. Thank you so much. I <laughs> so am. what about you makes you a big cute guy? I don't know. I'm like 400 pounds <laughs> and uh, I've got a cute face. I got like a cute little cheru- cherubic face. That Brendan Fraser movie was about you, right? <laughs> no. One of the parts where he's jacking off. <laughs> Does Brendan Fraser J.O. in that oh, movie? I've, dude, yes. Yes. Have you, did you see it? No, I haven't seen it, but I know that he does that movie. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. In your headcanon, you're just thinking about... Uh, fucking, I downloaded only that scene. Um, George of the Jungle cranking it. Oh, my God, bro. When he was a, when he was George of the Jungle, like, oh, my God, bro. Come on. <laughs> fucking stud. I know you already think this. I know, like, we've known each other long enough. Um, fucking Airheads is such an amazing oh, yeah. That's 10 out of 10 fucking movie, man. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Adam Sandler. Uh, Michael Richards. Michael Richards. Oh, that's right. He's the other DJ, right? He's the guy. I don't know. I don't know what his. I think he works at the radio station, and he is staying after hours after it gets um, hostaged. Yes, and he's and then he's trying to save everyone. But what a great movie! It really is. Um, Nineteen ninety three, I think. I want to say Airheads. I want to say ninety five. Well, I don't know. It's it's weird because Sandler's in like a supporting 94, role. 94. We meet in the middle. 94. <laughs> it is. Yes. Sandler's a supporting role. And he's also, it's weird because it's like, he's so young. He's like, he's the hot guy. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> um, it, that, that is maybe the strangest thing about the movie is that we're meant to believe Adam Sandler is like a heartthrob. Yeah. It's where he's, he's like, the pool he, boy. Yes. He's the, yes. He's not the, he's not the heartthrob because that's Brendan Fraser. Mm. But he is the, the sexy, the, he's the meat. He's know? stupid and cute. Yes, exactly. Um, Eric, do you, like the, do you like the cure? I know we talked about you I being like a the cure, cure guy. Uh, like yeah, the cure? I like the cure. I'm, you know, I think I was my teens and twenties. I was like a Smiths guy. Okay, and there was always, you know, the animosity between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I liked the cure. I like a uh, six different ways is a great cure song. A forest, great song. Wow, great songs, great songs. Yeah, I like Trey the, songs. I like that you mentioned that. I think um, people in our age group, you like, you either go down one or two. Uh, paths when mm-hmm. you like you're like am i gonna be a, a cure guy or a smith oh guy? yeah i'm sure people were saying that all the fucking time <laughs> but also you don't really care no it's like i don't no. like like i also like the smiths i was more i was more i was more of a cure guy you seem like guy. a more of a cure guy what's that supposed to fucking you're mean? just not so much of like a, a pretentious asshole like i am Thank where you. i'm like a smith's guy that is very true right, right? Are, if you do, if no, someone, you are pretend you're more pretentious than i am no, honestly that's not true about like music if absolutely you, were, you are. i will tell you why it is emblematic that okay. I am a cure person and you're a Smith's person. If someone were to see our haircuts right now, you are very obviously more of the, the Smith's person than I am more of the cure person. And I'm not going to elaborate on that. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That makes <laughs> sense. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. Um, stitches and talkers get stitches and walkers. Good song. Great title. Great title. Good song. It got me like, we were like, kind of, we we're ready to like, kind of, I was ready to go hang out with uh Mikey way. <laughs> and lay down some tracks with old MCR. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to go right into the next track? I'd love to go right into it. Let's go. Directly into it. Our next track is a little song called You'll Shoot Your Eye Out by the band Fallout Boy. You. I've been checking my list. The gifts you're receiving from me will be one awkward silence and two hopes. You cry yourself to sleep, staying up, waiting. So let me tell you something. I don't know what's up with me today. I look. <laughs> I I was I was making this. I made this track list like uh, a couple days ago. I gave it to you last night. Mm-hmm. I was just going over it again today, just in preparation for the podcast. 
And I don't know. I got. I I heard. I heard the the the, the acoustic guitar getting strum, and I heard Patrick <laughs> singing over it. Like Patrick circa like two thousand and I think I had the year for it. It's two thousand six ish. It's 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 somewhere in between. I think Corktree and and two thousand nine. Oh fuck me. Yeah, two thousand nine. <laughs> um. But I got like emotional for a second. It was just like I was just hearing Patrick sing over an acoustic guitar in this era. Mm-hmm. I was just like I got. I was like, oh, for a second, I had to like snap myself out of it. I was You're like, like eh. I was like, eh. no, no. I was like, I was like, oh shit. Like I got emotional. Um, yeah, I think there's also. I will tell you, I had a similar experience. Um, I think there's two acoustic guitars, so it makes me wonder if Joe is also playing on this. Right. I mean, yeah, it's not gonna be fucking Pete. Yeah, or, or maybe it's. Um, Patrick recording both parts. <laughs> oh, that's that's more that's extremely likely. Yes, but I also like the idea that Joe and, and Patrick are playing the song together. They do. I um, mean, I've seen them live, and they do that. They both kind of. I've away. seen them live. I haven't seen them live, but you know. <laughs> uh, this is from 2009. Uh, the Believers Never Die. It was a greatest hits compilation. Um, obviously, you know the title comes from the 1983 movie A Christmas Story. Yes, of course, a you classic film. You I... can't have a Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. I'm glad you bring it up. I love that movie. That movie gets a weird like backlash I've noticed in the last couple of years. It's just because it's so beloved. It's all, yeah, it's almost like too liked, and it's like this weird kind of like Americana like nostalgia that certain people seem to hate. You know what I mean when I say certain people? Yes, um, I know what you mean. That movie is classic. That movie is a ten out of ten, fantastic movie. It's a very good movie. Um, this was also on the uh, Island Island Records had kind of also done like a Christmas album. Yeah, that this was on as well. That was on originally. Like, yes, that was, yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course. Um. Just to kind of make sure that that's that's known, um, yeah. I mean, Christmas movies like I I love a Christmas story, but do you know like when it first came out, like it was like a it was not it did not do really well the year it came out, and then because it was syndicated on TV for so many years, mm-hmm. it just sort of became part of the the zeitgeist. Yeah, I mean, they, what is it TNT or something? It plays yeah, it for TN- twenty four hours that's straight. Right, yeah, I miss that so much. So man. is that your favorite Christmas movie? Of course, I don't really? know about it. There, and I, it's, oh, okay. it's not even to say that I think it's like there aren't other great Christmas music. Like mm-hmm. someone would be like, "Oh, what about Elf? Die oh. Hard." <laughs> People love making that their whole personality. I know certain kind of a certain kind of person will make that their whole personality. That, that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, and they won't shut the fuck up about it. No, no, they will not. Look, you know, Elf is a, someone's like, "Well, what about Elf? What about Elf?" Is and like, yeah, Elf is a good fucking Christmas. It's a movie. good flick. I'm just saying, a Christmas story is better, and I like it more. You know what I like more, but I, I will not say is better than the Christmas a Christmas story. Jingle all the way. Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Sinbad, Phil Hartman. Very fair. We both like we both like that movie, Great but it's not movie. it's not as good. You you love Nightmare Before Christmas. No, I do not. You're wearing your Nightmare Before Christmas hoodie right now. Well, I am, but I'm because I'm cold inside the house. <laughs> um, are you like an anti Nightmare Before Nightmare Before I'm not Christmas? An, it's like the it's like you're just like on cool guy mode right now. You're like I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit, bro. <laughs> no, no, it's um. It's, it's it's another one of those things where it's we talked about it like the fan base ruins the movie, of course textbook yeah um, that's the that's the prototype for it honestly mm-hmm. so <laughs> um, let's let's actually talk about the song do you like sure. this song yeah I like it a lot it's a great song it's a great song it's simple mm-hmm. no frills I like it there's almost like not a ton to talk about other than like this is just a great song. It's a good. It's kind of an anti-Christmas song, also. Yeah, like, yes. It's like wishing you an unhappy Christmas, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, get, it's like a get the fuck away from me type Christmas song. Which um, I mean, hey, we're older. We're men in our mid to late thirties. <laughs> we always feel like a get the fuck away from me every now and then. <laughs> I'm feeling it right now. I want to. Get- <laughs> um, there's also like there's a nod to the twelve days of Christmas, but like uh, that's like a one awkward silence and two hopes. Uh, which I get, I guess, is a, 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 a twelve days of Christmas, but they kind of bail after the first two days. Yeah, they're like, oh, "We're not going to keep this up." Um, 
Yeah, this is a good song. Great song. Um, do you remember being in Big Bear a couple years ago? Of course. Big Bear, California. Yes, I do. We were talking about Christmas songs. Was that before or after we watched Air Force One? It was directly after us watching oh, Air okay, Force nice. One. Get off my plane. And for some reason, uh, we were talking about um, our favorite, favorite Christmas songs. Yeah. And I said, oh, Tannenbaum. Oh, yes. Yes. And and we, you, all, we all dunked on you. And you particularly. God fuck me for just saying it by the correct name. Oh, Tannenbaum. Go to fucking hell, you I'm, fucking you 80 year old man. I apologize that my lexicon is so much more advanced. Than oh, yours. yeah. In Christmas, in Christmas songs. <laughs> I'm not going to say, oh, Christmas tree. That sounds like what a little oh, baby would Tannenbaum. say. A little baby says, oh, oh Christmas yeah, you're tree. A, yeah, you're an old man coming home from your job in the 1960s. Fucking pick one. You just, you want to talk about how we're middle aged men. And I, so I, I got to, I, what do you want me to say? Oh, you want me to say, oh, Tannenbaum is not the name of the song anymore. The song has moved along. It's, oh, Christmas tree. What does that even mean? Go look up, oh, Tannenbaum. The best versions of the song are, oh, Tannenbaum. Yeah, sung by men 80 years ago. Uh, for the goddamn Peanuts soundtrack. I want to hear, best I want to hear, oh, Tannenbaum sung by Neo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I want to hear Neo sing literally anything, bro. Come on. Should we go? To, sh- any last? Any last thoughts on? What on a great segue. You will shut, shoot your eye out. No, you will shut your eye out. It was a great song. Uh, made us both emotional. We're re- and we're ready for Christmas. We're, oh, bro, I'm so ready for Christmas. I'm I, ready. Hey, I I can't wait to spend the holidays with you. <laughs> Chris Kringle, I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. It's Christmas time, baby. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. All right, next song is going to be a song called So Sick, covered by Fall Out Boy. And I'll play that for you guys right now. Your voice anymore. It's ridiculous. God it's been damn. months for some reason. I just He's got a soul voice. <laughs> and I'm stronger than this. Ain't no Man, I'm going to play a little bit more of this because we're not going to get flagged for this song. <laughs> and this song is a good song. God damn. God damn. And I'm so Come on, this whips ass. Dude, gotta fix that calendar. I have Oh, okay. I gotta turn this off. I'm getting too into it, bro. Come on. You write a song called So Sick of Love Songs, and it's the best love song I've ever heard in my life? Come on! Boy, there's a lot to unpack with us. Do you want to go into Neo first? Do you want to go into the Neo version? Do you want to play the Neo version for like a second? I'll play it for a second, because you know it's it, it's Neo. You know, it's Island just, Def Jam or yeah. whatever record label. I'm sure he's probably on the same record label as, as Fall Boy, which made it easy for him to cover. All right, so this is Neo, So Sick. Play a little bit for you guys right now. It sounds exactly the same. I, I hear no differences. <laughs> so, of course, we've talked a lot about Neo um, on this podcast. Um, you know, he lives right on the corner. He's your next door neighbor. Hey, one of our, one of our Las Vegas' favorite sons, <laughs> Neo. Um, Look, this is, this is mostly a Patrick Stump production, but I, I chose this because it's Neo. No, you're, I mean, you're totally right. This song kicks ass. Come on. Yes, of course it the does. The Neo version kicks it's, ass. It's good. It's a good song. I think the Neo version kicks ass. I think the Patrick Stump version kicks ass. I think there are two songs that just kick ass. It's a collective of whipping ass. <laughs> um, 
Also, this was apparently like a pretty big hit by Neo. It like went to number oh, yeah. one. It was huge. I don't necessarily remember it. It didn't like I, I kind of like it has yeah. that very like mid 2000s. Oh, six. Yeah. Samey kind of R&B vibe. Like, a lot of those songs on mm-hmm. the radio kind of had the same vibe. But like I, th- this song is good. Oh, yeah. No. that Yeah. This is obviously like it I, in those spaces. Like it was it had a lot of play on like 98.5, mm-hmm. uh, 97.5. Hot ninety seven point five. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Like it's it's a good song. It's a great song. Uh, obviously, Neo. Uh, shout outs to Las Vegas Academy <laughs> uh, here in downtown Las Vegas, local high school there. Uh, so sick is a love is a is a love song by uh, American singer songwriter Neo, written alongside Norwegian once again Sweden uh, production duo Stargate. <laughs> I'm not surprised for Neo's debut album uh, in my own words, which came out in t- 2006. Uh, produced by Stargate, the song was released as a second single from the album uh, on November 21st, 2005. Wow. I was fresh out of high school, <laughs> ready to take on the world. Yeah, I was going to say the Swedes that wrote the song were really cooking that oh, day. let them cook. <laughs> um, you, you, were you like, do you, do you remember this song? Were you of a course fan? I do. I, I don't, I, so total honesty, like I would not say like at the time I was not like, I was like, I was like, oh, I got to get a new Neo album. I was like, oh, it's on the radio. It's it's a good song. You were a rocker dude. I was a rocker dude at the time. Uh, but obviously, you know, I still have those R&B roots. I love R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a good song. It's a really good song. And now I think I like it more than I did at the time. Oh, dude. I, I love this song. Yeah, it's a great song. I like to imagine that, like, in the tour bus, like, all the boys and boy Absolutely. are just, like, you know, fucking grabbing each other's dicks yes. and fucking eating Taco Bell. Hitting each other with chords. And Patrick is just in the back, like, admiring the, like, harmonies oh, and, like, production <laughs> yes. of, like, radio, like, yes. pop R&B songs. He's got his Sony mini disc of this, of this album, and he's just like... <laughs> Ooh, like, just grooving along. Yeah. It's like I want to sing this song. Um, so in this song, they talk about how uh, July fifteenth is their anniversary. Yes. Um, so I looked up some notable things that happened on oh, please, uh, July fifteenth. Share. Um, you're gonna be you're gonna be shocked. Okay. At how much of a hive mind that we have? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll save the best for last. Sure. It's, uh, Jesse the Body's uh, Ventura's birthday. Oh, of course. Uh, the one of the greatest wrestler conspiracy theorists. Uh, one of the greatest governors of Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, Gianna Versace was murdered on this oh, day. Oh shit! Did you ever watch that the the doc, the documentary ser- documentary series? No, 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 no. Of uh, the it was like one of those American crime stories. It's I, like Darren Chris from like a uh, a very Potter <laughs> musical. Yeah. It's like. Having sex and killing Johnny Versace. Oh my God! We know a lot of listeners of the podcast love uh, Darren Chris. Oh, yes, is that do. his name or is it Chris Darren? No, it's Darren Chris. <laughs> One of the greatest half Filipinos uh, in in uh, entertainment history. Well, uh, where do you rank on that list of half of greatest? Oh, I'm half number Fili- one, baby. <laughs> you are a half Filipino in entertainment. Type. That is true. Um, so it's you and Darren Chris Darren are kind Chris. of contemporaries. True. Um, and get this. <laughs> Die Hard was released on this day <laughs> in 1988. No way, really. Yep. That's why they did it. That's why yeah. that's why Dio did it. He's probably like, oh, that's my favorite Christmas movie. I don't want to be a nerd and get into this. Wait, they not- made a Christmas movie come out on July 15th as a summer blockbuster? This is what I'm saying, man. I'm not going to get into this, like, whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's not. It's But it came out on July 15th. Let's, uh, Let's leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Um... This song is amazing. I don't think we have even have anything else to say. Like we just, there, What else needs to be said? Honestly. Patrick and Neo cooking. Bro. Cooking with cooking with gas. <laughs> uh, let's go into the next song. All right. Next track is a song called Pavlov from 2008, I believe. Yeah, 2008, because it's mm-hmm. fully a do. Fully a do. 
this, bro, this song's good. <laughs> These boys are cooking. Um, it should have been on. It should put, put. It should have been on Foley. This is a good song. So why do you think this didn't make the Foley cut? I, I have my theory, and I want to hear yours first, and I'll tell you why you're wrong and why I'm right. I, I is it because it sounds a little bit too much like some of the other songs that are on this song? This it album? sounds like American Sweetheart. It does sound like American. Okay, yes, I was thinking that as I just heard this clip, I was like, it sounds like American Sweetheart. It's a little bit more like reverby and guitar heavy version of American yeah. Sweethearts. I think that's the only reason. I think they thought they had something in American Sweethearts, which like a stronger single. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're just like it's it's too much like American Sweethearts. We just can't uh, put it on, but it's a good song. I bet they think it's a good song too. It's just like it's a little safe the song fandom here. loves Pot Pavlov. Yeah, like. I've, yeah. I've seen people talk about this, and I've never actually heard it until now. Yeah, no, it's I, I I've seen like I think it's even been on like some of the tortoise like eight ball songs. Oh, really? And they're people just go nuts for it. It's so a, it, it's it's a very enjoyable song. Yeah, I liked it. it. It was originally released on the CD deluxe edition of Fully Ado as a bonus track. Um, obviously, do you know about the title? Yeah. So do you, do you uh, do you want to go in into into Pavlov's dog? Is that what it is? Yes, it's Pavlov's dog. Yes. Do you have anything for that or? Right, no, I, I was going to ask you in, about it. Yeah, so obviously that's my way of saying I don't really know what it is, but yeah, no, <laughs> I know a, what it is. Yeah, it's um. So what I got here is it's a pun of it's a pun play on words as Pete loves to do. It's a pun. Uh, it combines the name Pavlov, which uh, is a Amer- Amer- not an American. He's a uh, Russian, I believe. Uh, fuck. Behavioral scientist who conducted notable conditioned responses on experiments. Uh, Notably, his dog, which he got his dog to salivate on cue whenever I think he'd, he'd ring a bell. <laughs> uh, what he would do is he would feed his dog. He'd ring a bell, feed his dog, feed his dog, ring a bell over and over mm-hmm. until eventually he would get the dog to measure its salivation levels uh, whenever he would ring a bell. Um, so conditioned responses. Uh, Pete chose this because it's sort of like a condition conditional love. Like, you know, you're getting someone to maybe play a song for somebody and make them mm-hmm. fall in love over and over. So yeah, I don't know. That's, Pete thought it was a clever title. And so let's do it's that. Love. <laughs> it's great. Um, do you have any examples of you, Eric being a Pavlovian dog? Uh, I do salivate whenever I think about <laughs> food. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a great example. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, do you have anything for yourself? No, none for me. How do you just ask me? Am I a Pavlovian dog? Like, I don't know. Well, and maybe I. You know, you're always talking about your 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 hentai game, the Boulder's Gate. It's not a hentai game. It might as well be. Do Do you think hentai that- is art as well? That's not. <laughs> I'm. I enjoy art. Well, when you see like a big gnome woman walk into the like a the, big gnome woman, wow, you sound so stupid. Right like now. walk into the a tavern. big gnome. There's no such thing as a big gnome. They're they're a small folk. You sound, you, you so, sound ignorant. You sound so ignorant. I'm just right saying they're a big, big gnome. They're woman? big for a gnome. You see a large oh, for so like a gnome sized woman. A large gnome sized woman walk into the tavern that you're in in your hentai game. <laughs> do, do you do you does your anus start well, puckering because you I think would, you're about I to get I would obviously fisted. look because I'd be like, wow, that's a tall gnomish woman. <laughs> that's strange that I would find them here at the bar, the elf song uh tavern here's here's my issue with like the idea that like gnomes and dwarfs can't be like we have human like we have an average size for what human beings like are and then there are like human beings that are like almost eight feet tall so like why can't like gnomes who are like, <laughs> like what a are, six foot tall gnome yeah it's like that's like, oh, a, I play oh, basketball God, for that's the a, gnome. yeah that's a, <laughs> I play, yeah. so you know uh, uh, there's uh, there's there's this, variations uh, in height. that's all i'm saying okay okay you're the ignorant one i you know what i take it back i sound like a fucking ignorant person right now i'm just asking if you're ready to get fisted by that giant gnome the answer is yes i'll have to roll uh, a constitution check <laughs> the constitution of your ass okay yes thank you that was the <laughs> yes thank you 
Do you have any oh, else for boy. Pavlov? No. Okay. No, it's a good song. I just I, I think it I think it would have been a great song on Folly. Um but you're right. It's 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 equal to the other songs on Folly. I like I listen to the song, I'm like it's it, it could have been the it, it again could have made the final track listing. I think that yeah, I think you're right. It it, it could have, and it could have been I think it's a better song than American Sweethearts. But I feel like it doesn't have the same kind of catchiness that American Sweethearts does. Like that hook mm-hmm. for American Sweethearts is very catchy. Uh, and that's probably why you, they chose that over Pavlov. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. I do, I do agree. All right. So next song, we have Austin, We Have a Problem by the band Fall Out Boy. <laughs> this is a Fall Out Boy doing cursive. <laughs> I want to get to a more, a more. Yeah, I was gonna say like this is a boring part. <laughs> that is Austin. We have a problem. Do you like this song? It's a pretty okay song. It's Do you so, not like it? It's it just it kind of drags. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting direction, but yeah. I kind of like the direction, so I don't mind that it's maybe a little boring. Do you agree with my joke that it sounds like cursive? Yeah, it's a little cursive. It's kind of cursive. It's I have it's like sloppy. It's kind of a sloppy song. Well, it's, it's a sloppy, demo. Yeah, sloppy on purpose. You yeah. know, like I, it never got past a demo stage. So yeah. I don't think they ever produced produced it. Yeah, it, it, you're correct. It's a little underproduced. The actual instrumentation is like doesn't feel like they're quite there. They're just kind of like kind of bare bones. Yeah, they're they're demoing it. They're seeing what kind of works. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's it's a good song. So yeah, Austin, we have a problem. Is an unreleased demo from the band's second album from another cork tree. Um, not a lot I could find on it. it. Just mostly they were probably just like you said, just workshopping ideas. Mm-hmm. And it it I can see why they didn't choose it because it doesn't really go with the theme of cork tree. Yeah, it it's 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 doesn't really go with any Fall Out Boy song I've ever heard. Before. Really? Yes, honestly, <laughs> the tonally it's it's a it's a cursive song. Yeah. Um, I have a couple things we can talk about with the song. Sure. Um, I, I, I was noticing this. You, you kind of have mostly curated like good songs for this. Yes, I, and I looked for good songs. <laughs> what I thought was interesting was I would intentionally find bad songs. Oh, okay. So it says a lot about um our um our our mentalities about this. Is <laughs> I'm an optimist for Fall Out Boy. You know, I'm an optimistic person. All these songs have been good. This is like yeah. the worst song so far, and we're it is. like we're like eh, it's 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 okay. It's like you know like well, we don't hate it. We don't hate it, but. Wait till you get to our last track. <laughs> yeah, that it does get a little rough. Um, Austin, we have a problem. Uh, do you believe the moon landing happened? Do you want to fucking get into this? <laughs> do you want to get into this? We let's. I, I want you to give me an abbreviated look. This is it's alien time. It's <laughs> alien time. We can play the song. We'll do your little <laughs> intro that we did. Sinners and skeptics. <laughs> um, do you believe the moon landing happened? Yes or no? Answer the question. Okay. Look. <laughs> if uh regardless of what i say right now this is a bit whether or not i would believe this in real life this is a bit okay? wow in 1963 uh the moon landing was filmed and recorded or not even 1960 was it what year was the moon landing at? it was like 60 <laughs> 68 69 you tell me you're the one getting super serious and the the room got airless when you started talking you were like in 1963 and then it was like wait look, what okay. what year was it? okay look, look. all right listen in 1969 stanley kubrick oh, under boy. the behest of the american government 
filmed the moon landing. They behested me. Look, it's July 20th, 1969. (laughs) You've got a fake moon landing orchestrated by the U.S. government as a program to fight the communist uh, space race that we were in with communist Russia. It was a pissing match. We had to get there first. We had to get there first. Uh, JFK said, uh, oh, by the end of this decade, oh, that's, <laughs> we will get, I don't, I don't think that was okay. It wasn't great, but it was era, okay. Era, we will uh, get to the moon <laughs> at the end of this decade. <laughs> and, and, and the Pentagon ordered Stanley Kubrick to film the landing of the moon in a studio in the Pentagon mm-hmm. and had everybody else murdered who knew about this. It's all super, super top secret. Uh-huh. Do you believe that the moon landing happened? And The Shining is a film. Oh, don't get me started on The Shining. Yes, that is critically that's Stanley Kubrick telling you I'm doing the moon landing. <laughs> we, you see it on his on on fucking what's his name Timmy's sweater. <laughs> He's got the, the rocket ship on his sweater. Look, if somehow the U.S. government allows this podcast to be released, absolutely not. Um, and just check in on us. Make sure we're still alive, because I think we're going to be assassinated by government officials for exposing the truth. Absolutely. And I fear for the good people in Sweden who run Spotify, who are also <laughs> allowing this to be uh, uh, published, because their lives are in danger, too. We've unknowingly put their lives at risk as well. <laughs> do you like... Do you believe that the moon happened? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, no. Oh, no. Oh, the, so you're a dumb shit. Then. The the flag was in was flag was waving in the wind. There's no there's wind. no wind on the fucking moon, bro. Um, do you like uh, do you like do you like The Shining? I don't think I've ever actually seen really. The Shining. It's one of those movies. Again, I feel like there's a lot of movies where like I've probably seen it. Yeah. I've been in a room where right, it's playing, right. but I've never actually like sat there and like watched, soaked it all in. Look, we we have a friend. We have a fifth Beatle that loves Stephen King. Mm. And Stephen King tried to make his own version of The Shining because he hated Stanley Kubrick's version. He made it in the 90s with that, that guy from the from Wings. One of the guys, <laughs> one of the brothers from Wings. <laughs> That's off to a bad start. Uh, is a miniseries on, uh, I think, Sci-Fi Channel. Okay. And it is dog shit. And what is like, it called? The Shining. He just Wait, makes, oh, he, he, made the, he, he remakes made... The Shining to be more accurate oh. to the book. And it is dog shit. Oh, it's the shinning, the shinning, ay, the shinning. <laughs> That's Willie's time. Oh boy. Um. Regardless, uh, Stephen King. Whatever, I guess his movies suck, but uh, his books are good. I guess there are good Stephen King movies, right? Not that he directed. What he, movies? He directed he... that The Shining remake, and it was wow. terrible. I should just, I should just shut the fuck up because I don't really know anything about like Stephen you King. Just and sit your white ass down and listen. <laughs> Look, but this... no, you should watch The Shining. It, honestly, like real talk, like I'm, you know, I don't like, I don't like to get on my my movie nerd uh, soapbox every now and then. But oh, you don't? No, I don't. Uh, the Shining is a phenomenal movie i watched that kind of like mini documentary about the shining oh yeah like room three or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's called yeah that's a good hey i watched that too it's good um look this is some real hard-hitting analysis about Fall the Out song Boy. austin we have a problem by the band fallout boy <laughs> yes of course um do you think austin we have a problem was about stone cold steve austin <laughs> what <Or> austin powers <laughs> what <laughs> um how many uh, there's Ooh. probably a million people every year who do stone cold steve uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Powers. I was just about to say, could we do a Stone Cold Steve Austin Powers <laughs> character? I'm not. You you take the floor on that if you want to do that. I'm not even gonna try. What? 
Because yeah, which which direction do you go? Do you do you go Austin Powers doing Steve Austin lines, or do you go Steve Austin doing Austin Powers lines? It would probably be easier to do Austin Powers doing yeah, doing Austin uh, Steve Austin lines, but to me, Steve Austin doing Austin Powers lines is more interesting. <laughs> do I make you horny? <laughs> what what? <laughs> um. That's a jabroni, baby. I don't know. <laughs> That's the rock. I don't know. I tried. <laughs> there was an awkward silence. I felt the need to fill something. Fair in. enough. Okay, let's go right into the next track. I'm bad at voices. No, you're not. You're good. At, you're good at voices. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm. Hey there, Tex. I'm pretty good at. You know, I usually do the 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 beta Mick voice on this podcast. I don't. I'm glad you can finally let your real voice in for the listeners. Yeah. So guests of this podcast might know this is my real voice, but I don't want to intimidate you guys with my beta voice. No, you do want to intimidate them. You don't want to intimidate them with your alpha Sigma voice yeah, you're using right now. Wait. <laughs> would, yeah, you want to? You want I guess in, they wouldn't be in, intimidated by my beta. No, voice. They, you want to <laughs> enthrall them with your your beta voice. Hey guys, it's me. I'm Mick. I'm back. I'm beta Mick. We're doing soy faces. <laughs> Wojax. Jesus Christ. All right, next track is Lake Effect Kid by the band Fallout Boy. These words are just rocking. Damn, that soul voice is going off. You want me to take the lead on this? Please do. I have. I have a. I'm gonna have a bit of an impassioned. Uh, oh take yeah, on go this. go off, sis. This song um, is so fucking good. Yes, I like. I I am shocked. I, I like. I almost like. I've listened to this song so many times a day, and I like. I start tearing up a little. This bit. song came out in 2018. It, it it's so frustrating, man. Because so this, I think the the uh, the the short history of this is it was like a a demo from like the folly era or or something okay. I'm not exactly sure when when they when they wrote this song but it, okay. it's it is a, it's an older song oh is it okay um and like when they conceptualized it yes okay uh that's all that's really important I'm not exactly sure when it was but it's conceptualized kind of in like a older fallout boy era okay and then when they re did they re-released it like in 2018 as like the whole like llama band or whatever yeah. i'm not even gonna get into that i don't even want like talk about that if eric you want to talk about that go ahead okay this is like what we could have had this is like mm. this is like mm. fallout boy sensibility where like we are a band that like plays instruments and like we you can hear guitar yeah. and bass and drum instrumentation in our song yeah but we also have like high quality production and patrick's like soul voice Ugh. and it's so fucking it's very good, good man yes it, it, but instead we get like centuries and yeah and like i don't want to keep i if you're if for some reason still listening to this podcast and you're a fallout boy fan and you're tired of us talking shit about um mania and and american we didn't Beauty, talk shit about mania mostly american we Beauty. were critical of those records yeah it, this is just what this is why I'm upset because this is this is what we could have had. But the thing is, you're not this Lake Effect Kid, as great as it is, is not going to be doing the numbers that fucking Centuries did. It's not. It's not. It's not. And that's I, and that's, th- th- that's the ugly truth. Yes, and I and we and we, I acknowledge that. I'm not ignorant. I'm not naive. I know that this song would never be as big as Centuries. Yeah. And, but like something about it, like I heard the song, and I again I wait to listen to these songs until Eric prompts me to. Yeah. I I was like, God, this is so. It's fucking very good, good, dude. This is like. 
I don't, I don't know, man. It, I, the, the, when I get super nostalgic about like 2003 through 2009 like, Fallout yeah. Boy, like it's like hearing a song from that for the first time. Yeah. It, no, it really does. It does like, it does feel different. Mm hmm. Um, it feels like complete, I guess for me when I was listening to it, I was like, wow, like everything mm-hmm. kind of, it's all the, it's all the pieces kind of working in unison and working together. Um, but just for some background information, uh, Lake Effect, Lake Effect Kid was the ninth EP by Fallout Boy released, uh, 2018. So maybe part of why it sounds so good is because, uh, this is the first time that they worked with Sean O'Keefe mm-hmm. since, uh, they worked on the heart. My heart will always be the B side to my tongue. The kefir. The kefir. Um, so yeah, that's why it's got that. That it's just they're It's it's everything. It's like their original producer from those like early days. Yeah. And there, it's like a complete band. You've got the money for it. Like it's just it was. It's very good. I'm glad you did like the heavy lifting for yeah. this and stuff because I got so emotional. You're just like, oh, it's so good. I was like, this is so good. I don't even have any like smart analysis. I'm like, this just kicks ass. It's good. Lake Effect Kid is a very good song. Um. It's like the perfect marriage between modern Fall Out Boy and previous Fall Out Boy. I think that's a beautiful way to say it. Yeah. Um, this song, I also saw a lot of people criticizing this EP a little bit. Okay. Because it's too Chicago forward. The fuck does that mean? They're a even, Chicago band. I don't even know. It's like, oh. Everything you do should be Chicago forward. I saw a lot of stuff on Reddit of people saying, and I'm not going to, I don't, I didn't even write these their names down, but like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's hard to relate if you're not from Chicago, which is, to me, it sounds like a bunch of people who like the poppy yes, band and a, they yes. don't understand like, oh yeah, this is a little bit more. Give me something so bland that I can't help but relate to it. Yeah. So fuck those people. Sorry, Fallout Boy Nation. We're coming for your throats. Not all of you. No. Just the, just the, the tushy ones. Those guys. The tushy ones? Yeah. Like their butt. Oh, I think meant like the, the bidet. <laughs> um, That's what you're gonna miss, bro. When you're out in New York. Oh, you don't have a bidet, anyways. Hey, we don't need to talk about my <laughs> okay all right. toiletries all on right, the podcast. Right. Um, something related to this song that I want to talk about, Eric. What time do you think it is on the East Coast right now? Uh, four forty-four. <laughs> Eric and I had a big laugh about how he doesn't understand how time zone works. I work. Okay, first of all, I work on East Coast time. Yes. All right. Which so is, I always does my, not make your argument better that I you know don't that. know what time I'm it is. Fu- I told, hey, I told you in the text. Oh, wait, I'm a fucking moron. Okay. <laughs> so don't come after me when I already I owned up to it within five <laughs> seconds. Okay. I was confused. Eric, um, I, I only have this written down because I was doing the research for this song while we we're having the conversation. Eric got confused and thought that the East Coast was three hours behind us behind the west so Coast. it's 7 45 p.m right now on pst you think it's 4 45 in in, in in new york yeah <laughs> in old in the big apple <laughs> look um i have nothing else to add about that just a classic little ericism eric's our goofy little guy eric's our goofy guy he's our big cute guy he does big I cute guy big, stuff cute guy. thank you so lake effect kid it's a very good song if you've not listened to it Give it a listen. It's fucking great. It's a ball-busting cock rocker, man. This song fucking kicks ass. <laughs> it does. It really does. Do you have anything else for Lake Effect Kid? It's a ball-busting cock rocker, bro. <laughs> Just like you. You're a ball-busting cock rocker. <laughs> All right. Next song is Catch Me If You Can by the band Fallout Boy. That's a movie, huh? It is. Ambient. 
sleep so hard they call me Mr. Goodbar? <laughs> I, that, I was sleep also so thinking that. I, I think that's what he's saying, but I don't. I might be. We might be wrong about that. But that's that is what he's saying. Fuck it. Yeah. So we don't play it in this snippet, but there's a, a there's a lot of Travi in the beginning of this song and towards the end, I think. And you get the two boys from the cab at the end. As well. Yeah, we we did touch on this. I think this is around in Folly or Infinity. I don't remember at this point. But it was like this weird, like, is that their alternate, re- like, there it's like their their promo. They make like a fake thing. Yeah, it's like this big long track. Like I, all the tracks kind of bleed into each other. Yeah. There's like weird, like the cab and gym class here is like promoting their new records, like in between the songs. Right. Um. It's yeah. It's like this the kind of weird guerrilla promotion type stuff. I don't even know what you call it. But. Yeah. So this this song, uh, "Catch Me If You Can" slash "Proclamation of a Pan- Emancipation" is a demo mashup released in two thousand and eight uh, from the Citizens FOB mixtape, which was like a, a sort of a website they had. Um, they pretty much made like a fictional organization. Uh, it was like Citizens for something. It's something citizens <laughs> FOB real memorable. Obviously. Yeah. Right. I mean, we were, you and I were checked out at that point Yeah, it re- when it was happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the mixtape was called welcome to the new administration. Uh, the song is a mashup of previously unreleased unre- demos by fallout boy called proclamation of emancipation and a demo version of gym class heroes. Catch me if you can. Um, obviously pro- we all know what the, eman- we all know what the emancipation proclamation, a is. proclamation of constipation more like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts on the emancipation, emancipation, emancipation proclamation? Uh, I fucking Dr. Seuss. I support it. <laughs> uh, it just sucks that, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln got his dome blasted for it. But, you know, <laughs> hey, he took one for the team. Um, the only thing I really have about this song is I feel like Pete must be very um, present in the room during the production because the, the bass is so forward in in the recording of this oh, i love the, that the, you hear the bass more than any other fallout boy song it's the one time Pete was like i want to play bass on this one <laughs> Pete's like what about me yeah. listen listen to what i'm doing yeah exactly he's uh, just attacking really hard dude this song is fine it's, it's, it's okay it's a good song it's 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 but it's, it's not good it's not bad it's mostly it's mostly okay and not and mostly not bad i'm gonna look up the lyrics because i want to know if he's saying call me mr goodbar Call me Mr. Flintstone. I can make your bed rock. <laughs> yeah. What a clever lyric. Who is that? Is that, <laughs> is that Jason Derulo? <laughs> Matt, let us know. Is that Jason Derulo? I'm going to look it up while you're looking it up. This is going to make some great podcasting. Yeah, of Dual course. looking it up. Yeah, neither Call one of us is actually talking. me, Mr. Oh, okay. Okay, so here it is. Here's the chorus. Uh, no Sam I am. I can't go to sleep without an Ambien. Z's so hard. They call me Mr. Goodbye, not Mr. Goodbar. Which is a it's a missed opportunity. You could have had that cross promotion with Mr. Goodbar. <laughs> um You know, it's it's whatever. Um Bedrock is a song by an artist I'm not familiar with called Young Money. Young Money is a hold on, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I'm doing a bit. Oh, Don't you try the, and you scared the shit out of me. I'm doing a bit. Okay. Don't Ooh. worry. Oh, Nicki Minaj, Drake. Look at the thumbnail for it. <laughs> oh, I know who that is. I love it that is guy. Drake's big dumb goofy head, he just, just smiling. Do you see that picture of Drake where he posts with all the bras that he has? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking cornball. Um, I love that he's doing like this weird like um baby haircut now where he has like pigtails. Did you see? This? Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, the braids. Yeah. Um, look, Drake Fallout Boy tour when? Oh my god, everyone would love that. 
that would be fucking fire. Phenomenal. Absolutely. Um, so you can tell that we have a ton to say about uh, this last song because we've already started talking about Drake. We did kind of end on a whimper. Honestly, I should have I should have put Pavlov or uh, Lake Effect Kid as the last track. You need to work on your playlist sequencing a little. Honestly, bit. it's it's not, I don't make playlists very often, but you know that that is one of the key tenets of like playlist creation. You got to make it. You got to do the sequencing correctly. Back in the workshop for playlist sequencing. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, I mean, what do we want to do? Let's let's let's. You want to take a break? Yeah, we can take a break. Let's take a little what break. Do we, what do you want to? How? What do you want to do when we come back? Let's just um, uh, shoot the shit for a couple minutes, and then I'm gonna go because I have to go catch a flight. Do you want to just not do a break, and we'll just, we'll edit this out, and then we'll just end it? No, I want to do a break. Leave that in. I want to do a break, and we'll take like a like a one minute break, and we'll come back. Okay. Well, then, if that's the case, I'm gonna hear a little bit more of Lake Effect Kid before as we as we get out of this uh, out of this little break. Soulful. Beautiful. Got that falsetto. Falsetto. Oh, the American dream. And we're back, and this is Last of the Real Ones by Fall Out Boy. <laughs> do you like this song? I do like this song. Okay. I mean, it's one of the good songs on Mania. Yeah. We're, we're pretty okay at this song. Yeah, we, I think we gave this, this is like a pretty high-ranked song for us. We don't even remember at this point. I mean, it was like two episodes ago, <laughs> so. <laughs> but we like we haven't recorded in a couple years. Yes, it's true. We Yeah, we started this in 2015. Yeah, we took we took a like an eight-year hiatus, and we're just <laughs> not true. picking it up. We hope no one would notice. That's why my voice got so deep at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went through puberty. You went through reverse puberty. Now you're, you're back to your beta voice. <laughs> yes, it is a Benjamin Button situation. We're you're being in the middle. Unraveling live on Dork Tree Experience. <laughs> yeah. DTE. Um, how are you feeling? I feel great. I'm gonna after after I kick you out of the house and you get you have to go pack for your your <laughs> big coastal trip. I'm gonna listen to these songs over and over again while I play Boulder's Gate three. That sounds like a good time. Oh, bro, it's gonna be a great time. Um, look, it's time to end the podcast. It is. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta. I have a. I have to catch a flight. You have to attend a flight. I have to uh, meet. I have a, a aerial meeting that I have to be present <laughs> An for. Aerial meeting. Yeah. Hey, if you have to, if you, hey. If you're if we're all attending flights, does that make us all flight attendants? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Remember Marge, Marge when she found out her dad was a flight attendant? Wh- who is this? Marge Simpson. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's like, I want to see Daddy fly. <laughs> that is. Don't look at me. <laughs> wow, I totally forgot about that. I hadn't thought about that episode in so long. <laughs> um, any final thoughts? No, but I did uh, in a. I was in a meeting today, and uh, my boss was telling me about how he went to an ice cream shop with his puppy, and uh, people were like, "Oh, that's cute that you brought your puppy." And then right after he walked in, and they said he he had a cute puppy. A like a couple walked in with a cute baby, and people were like, "Oh, that's a cute baby." And then I sent him that that Simpsons clip where it's the they're looking at the sheep, <laughs> and it's all the cute one, the cutest, and the cutest. And he's like, "Get out of the way, you!" Thank God, um, dogs uh, don't. Uh, that, that that dog didn't understand that someone thought the baby was cuter. <laughs> it would break my heart to imagine the dog like not, like oh I had attention for a little bit, but then there was a cuter like thing that came in. Look, I love babies. Babies are cute. I you'd be hard pressed to find a baby that's cuter than a puppy. It, yeah. Any any baby cuter than a puppy. I will say like I like my friends' babies and my friends' kids. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm not going to give him a shout out right yeah, now no. because I don't think that'd be appropriate to talk. Well, they're not they're not paying us on the Kofi. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a quick sidebar. If you want us to say your child's name, uh, you got to give us $5 on the podcast. Ooh, that'd be dope. Dude. We should do that. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Send us $5 You're dead and, I, and I will, and I will give you a good for every child that you want us to talk about. I'll give you Ooh. 45 seconds. Ooh, how about this? We do a, we do a tier tier list on the, uh, <laughs> on the, on the Ko-Fi and mm-hmm. you give us like a $5 donation. We we say how cute your baby is, and then we say what follow-up boy they remind us. What follow-up boy song they remind <laughs> us of. I love that idea. For twenty dollars, we'll have your kid on the podcast. Oh my god! Well, all right, that sounds good. <laughs> I mean, look, we got to make money somehow. Yeah, we gotta go make. We gotta make this money back. <laughs> We're so in the hole. Oh my god, dude! I don't even, like. I am. I have like th- I've maxed out like three or four credit cards. The liquor costs alone are astronomical. <laughs> uh, dude, we're we're drowning in Evan Williams. <laughs> oh yeah, we are. <laughs> Those eleven dollar bottles. You got the big Evan Williams closet. When you're out of a, just go to the closet, get another bottle out. Hey, look, if you like this um, uh, Fallout Boy or not Fallout Boy content, uh, buy some Evan Williams. It's only like eleven bucks. That's true. You get you. Hey, you got the money for it. I'm begging you for money. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're we're two steps away from being that guy outside the liquor store, like. Hey, buy me a drink, man. <laughs> More like one step. Yeah. Twelve um, steps. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to real quick talk about that guy who went on the Tucker Carlson podcast and and, and, and had claimed he had gay sex all night with Barack Obama? Look, we don't need to say anything about it. The evidence is there. <laughs> Did you I, see that tweet? I sent you the tweet. Did you see the tweet? The tweet I did, yeah. Where, uh, <laughs> gay Barack Obama says... Oh, uh, let me be queer, <laughs> Eric. Look, I'm a, I'm a, look, I'm a diehard leftist. I'm not a Republican. I can say these bad things about these people because I don't like them. I don't like their policies. Amer- Americans are too center. It's the the <laughs> the the, uh, Dem- the Democrats in the United States would be center right in the Euro- in Europe. Yes, yes, that's very true. Um, so I'm cool. You are cool. That's Thank what you. you're, what you're getting at. I'm is a cool guy. Cool. I'm a cool. I, I'm cool. I'm cool. This is politics talk. Serious shit. Yeah. Um. Not neither one of us are huge. We, you know, we uh, Barack Obama did horrible things. Oh, war crimes. I don't think it's okay that we live in a world where crazy people can accuse him of things he never did. Obviously, never did. Allegedly. Never Allegedly, did. never did. Um. But it's a catch twenty two. It's also like. The, the 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 circus around it. I can't yes. believe that Tucker Tucker Carlson has like one of the biggest platforms like in mm, in the country. Not anymore. Or well, used to at least. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I mean, okay, used to at least. Yeah. But he's now falling it, off. He honestly, he's 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 doing worse than us. We're podcasters. He, <laughs> he's got a show on the Twitter X app. I mean, I'm still there's there's still probably like millions of people watching that. Yeah. Um, and that he devotes his time to like having like a literal just scammer. Come on and talk True. about like his gay escapades with Barack yeah. Obama. Talk that about, never happened. Talk allegedly. about Obama's drone strikes. That's what you need to talk about. Perfectly said. You can actually like you can actually have thoughtful conversations about the things about Barack Obama did. Yeah. That don't he bombed a hospital. Him smoking meth. Yeah, smoking crack <laughs> in in a, in a Kansas City hotel room. That's politics, man. That's politics, baby. That's politics, baby. Um. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Politics Corner. Yes. What's the name of our politics podcast? Um, terminally online. I don't know. <laughs> uh, just two fucking losers. Yeah. Talking into the, the, any, into any the other void. mid almost 40 year old man <laughs> speaking into a microphone, yelling into a void. All right. On that note, let's tie it up. Anything else you anything else you want to bring up? 
No, um, but listener, if you'd like to reach out, send us some cues listener. for our for our A's. Uh, Paging Doctor Floyd. Hey, listener. No, oh, they're listening. <laughs> well, you said listener, listener, as if it's just one person. Hey, listener, Mick. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Uh, hey, listener. What? <laughs> if you'd like to reach out, you can what? reach us on Instagram. What? <laughs> at Dortry Pod. <laughs> Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Grand Theft Podum. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email for the recommendation, uh, you can send us to DortreePod at gmail.com. Uh, and Mick, do you want to close us out? Um, Eric, you did a really good job of curating some Fall Out Boy songs that were good and that we hadn't heard before. It's kind of a weak come at the end, though. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't really weak come. Like, a weak come. Like, you know, kind of like uh, kind of a bad finish. It's fine. Let's not hyper-focus on the fact that... Um, that one, the last song, wasn't the last song we listened to? The last of the real ones. No, it's uh, it was Emancipation Proclamation. Emancipation Proclamation, not the Slash best song. Slash Catch Me If You Can. But you played you played six good songs before then. You did a good Look, job. hey, it's not me. It's Fall Out Boy coming out with that good content. But I It's give, not me. I give you the credit for curating the, the, the Thanks, playlist. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I have a good time doing this. I hope you have a good time listening to it. Listener. Uh, and you know we'll be back. <laughs> are you doing your? Are you, are you, that's my John, John Wayne. Hey. Uh, John Wayne's real name was Marion. Did you know that? Yeah, he also hated horses. You know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, he hated horses. I don't blame him. Horses are like a kind of a scary animal. They're, when was the last time you were close to a horse? Like within like touching distance? I'm not sure. It's been in the last calendar year. Dude, to be honest, I you know uh, Fifth Beetle Louie, he used to have horses in his backyard. Mm-hmm. He said whenever his parents would go out of town, I'd take care of his horses and stuff for mm-hmm. him terrifying dude and those are just ponies like small ones <laughs> horses are horses are like the scariest animal what would you do if a clydesdale got all up in your grill dude that's fucking terrifying die yeah just, just my life is over yeah. um there are only two animals that can be cops uh dogs and horses oh true there's only two yeah uh so you know I'm not giving. I'm not giving a horse the benefit of the doubt. What if you saw a police moose, dude? That'd be fucking <laughs> scary as shit. Um, you know, uh, um, that's that's the way we could really curve like uh, crime in like suburban areas. Is I having mean, moose be like, <laughs> um, petty crime would be like a thing of the past if like we just had like police moose, police meese roaming meese. the <laughs> roaming the streets. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, do you think there's ever been like a Batman book written where he's like a moose instead of a man? Of fucking course there is, dude. <laughs> there's so many fucking stupid comic all books. Right, out there. All right, all right. We're not gonna get into comic book corner. You're not gonna do. I'm your... gonna trail off one day, and that'll that'll be our outro. <laughs> I'm just, just talking about stupid. Batman you had your comics. big thing about um, Gotham City being Batman this weekend that you got all pissed off about. Yeah, I was. It's right cool. To. Okay, it's cool that Master Mold was on the sun. That's cool. That is cool. Thank you for agreeing. Yeah. Look, um, like I said, this is the first time we've recorded in about eight years. And <laughs> next time you hear us, we'll be eight years from now. So we'll be in our mid to late 40s. <laughs> I'll be a crisp 32 years old. <laughs> a nubile 32 year old. <laughs> Look, y'all. I'm bringing, I'm bringing back y'all. 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 <laughs> That's, that, was, I, that, I was, that was a visceral reaction. Y'all. Excuse y'all. Thanks. Y'all. Thanks for the memories. Does it sound like John Wayne? Hey, <laughs> hey, listen, our guests. Hey, listen, our guests. Thank you for spending time with us listening to Under the Dork Tree, the premier podcast about the band Fallout Boy. And once again, thanks for the memories. We'll see you next time. <laughs>